Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Hooked. The podcast where we create story hooks for your role-playing game adventures. Um, I hate to shake things up for you this week. I am not a regular on this podcast. I am what you might call a guest. Got to tie this up, help! <laughs> but I saw at the table and I thought I need to assert dominance over these men, and so I'm going to take I over. And uh, over these, my apologies. I'm going to take assert dominance over everyone else at this table, um, and it's I run the show now. Um, uh, what we do on this podcast, by we I mean everyone else and me sometimes, is a uh, Take a, have, have a look at some Magic the Gathering cards, see if we can't uh, create a nice little story hook out of it that, that you can then use in your, your role-playing adventures. Um, there's a, a system for this using some words that I don't like because they have too many letters in them, but it basically involves pitching your story, pitching your idea, talking some more about it, and then uh, explaining how you could use it in a role-playing context. So uh, I guess we'll talk about the other people that are here. Oh, I'm here. Hello, my name's Brooke. Um, I've been on a couple episodes, and uh, now I'm going to burn the place to the ground. Please let us free before you do that. Oh, God. But, uh, but uh, before that happens, let's talk about our uh, regular guests. Hi, I'm Dom. I'm incredibly regular. That's what we can hope for, and of course... I'm Tully. I'm single and ready to Pringle. Ready to Pringle. I like that. Interesting. Okay. And uh, we have another guest here this week. Yes, Jack. Hello. I've been on before, and I'm on as well now. And ready to Jack. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back and ready to Jack. <laughs> I, I feel like... As the host of this podcast for the next half an hour, this is going to be a sexy one. Oh, I think it has yeah. to be a sexy one. We're getting sexy? We're getting yeah, sexy. it's got to be sexy. It's always sexy one. when I'm involved. I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about. Okay, yeah. well, uh, I hope yeah. you, I've, already, I've, already had, I've already had like joke about being tied to the chair here, so it started out sexy and it's downhill from here. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I have a getting to know you, <gasps> getting to getting to know ourselves Ooh. question. Ooh. Yeah, this is one I like. This other. is one I like to ask. So like, I I live near a movie theater now. Like, so I go to the movies all the time, and I like to ask people, what's a movie that you hate that everyone else loves, and vice versa, a movie you love that everyone else hates. I'll tell you, a movie that I really, really, um, I I don't like very much that everyone else likes is Titanic. I don't really like Titanic very much. Are we, it's, so it was, is it hate or just don't like? Uh, I'm using hate as to okay. be as to be a really strong word, yeah, but I just sure. think it's kind yeah. of it just. I think it's a bit weird that someone wrote fan fiction about an actual disaster. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. isn't that what Twilight is as well, though? I suppose. Fan oh no, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey was the, fi- was the yeah, fan fiction. Yeah, and Twilight, Twilight is an actual disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But what's a what's a movie that that you dislike or hate? Um, that everyone else likes and what's a movie that everyone else just likes but you like. Mm. Either or. 
Well, the movie that I like that everyone else dislikes is 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 Cats. I absolutely hated it when I first saw it because I'm a sane person, but mm. then I went insane. And also to it and also did some edibles into it. and watched it again. <laughs> and honestly, Cats while high, it's fucking transcendent. I can imagine the layers. It was frequently horrifying because, you know, there's just these human faces and bodies but they're acting like cats. And there is a bit midway through the film where they're all kind of like point their limbs out and their tails out and they're kind of twitch for like 15 (laughs) seconds. And I recoiled in horror at the first time I saw it and seeing that high was bad. Uh, And also the bit at the end where uh, Judy Dench turns to the camera and speaks directly at you for three minutes was also very threatening. But other than that, it was amazing. It's still a terrible movie, though. It was like a sort of... You experienced like a Cthulhuan kind of like... You lost sanity points sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I I am gone now. There is only cats. (laughs) (laughs) Cats is all that remains. It is Cthulhu. Um, I am... A big fan. I'm not sure if everyone hates this one, but I'm a big fan of Spider-Man Three. Oh, that is a spicy the, one. What's the, the justification? That's com- people are coming around on that one. That one. Oh, people are coming around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I I found like there are bits and pieces of it that are just dumb. But have you ever read a Spider-Man comic? It's no, most I can't of read. them are like mostly dumb. Yeah. It's it's meant to be just fun and throwing like there's throwaway lines all over the place and dumb sequences that lead to nowhere so Eddie Maguire like dancing to what is it um, Eddie Maguire god imagine if Eddie Maguire had been in um, (laughs) Spider-Man holy shit what's his name Uh, Tobey Maguire yeah Eddie Maguire (laughs) is just like hey Sandman come on down so I can (laughs) fight you on on what Um, Tobey Maguire dancing to the Bee Gees I believe it's the Bee Gees yeah yeah, it's staying alive Um, it's just it's in character. I like it. I'm a big fan. He's becoming a dick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he, yeah. That, it's weird though that they, he he becomes emo because he's but it's, that, and then it's the story. It's a story of like uh, corruption and salvation. It's not a good story of corruption <laughs> and salvation, but it is a story it's, of corruption it is and salvation. It is a, it's a story. We can say that. It's well, like Titanic is a historical drama. It's it's not faithful to anything, but it is a historical drama. Uh, my answer to your question is uh, a movie that I hate that everyone loves. All of them. Movies go for too long, and that's all there is to say. Um, I actually studied film for a year, and I dropped out because it turns out it's really hard to study film when you don't like movies. Yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are two good movies. Well, there's one good movie, um, and it is Hot Fuzz. It's the only good movie that Pretty exists. Good, yeah. um, Hairspray, I'll Cop, and I started watching Magic Mike last night. I'm only halfway through, but it's it's doing it for me so far. You forgot so, about the John Wick films, for starters. Haven't uh, seen him. Haven't <laughs> seen him. They are films. Yeah, they certainly are. They're the best. Just make them be shorter. That's my request. No. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I can't think of movies that I dislike that most people like. Like I'm fairly critical. People people like to accuse me of not enjoying film, not liking anything, which pisses me off because I like a lot of things. I also just like critiquing things. Yeah. And that's part of my enjoyment of something is talking about it. People mm. go, stop picking holes in it. You, you don't like anything. And it's just like, no, I like. I really enjoyed it. I just want to talk about it. Um, the one that jumps out to me kind of is Dunkirk, which I didn't hate at all. I thought it was fine, but I wouldn't say more than it was fine. I thought like this, the Christopher Nolan one for a few years ago about the Dunkirk evacuation. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was, I thought it was okay, but kind of just a little, a little soulless, a little mechanical. 
Um, That's and, fair. Yeah, I didn't. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought that um, aspects of the stylistic choices that were done with it kind of took away from um, like the alternating the storylines. Uh, so it's like one, so over the course of the. The, over the course of the movie, you see different storylines, some of which are taking place over long periods and others are kind of chopped together. I felt like it, if it was linear, it honestly might have been more emotionally affecting. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I just I didn't hate it, but I was just like, this is this is this is overrated. I actually just did think of one that is fairly well loved that I didn't like, um, Captain America, the, the, the first, first Captain America. Yeah, it, I mean, it kicked off a whole bunch of people suddenly being into those comics, but. I just thought the whole film felt like the backstory section. No, that's what the first phase is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. I loved Hulk. I loved Thor. Iron Man. All the Iron Man films were fantastic. Um, I just... I couldn't get behind Captain America. Even with that ass? That's I mean, America's have you seen ass. That ass? <laughs> that, it's an amazing ass. But <laughs> I, I, I can get behind him, but not the movie. Okay. I feel um, like my, I, I, my only issue with that movie is that it wastes Stanley Tucci. Like Stanley Tucci can't be in the rest of the and and Tommy Lee Jones as well can't be in the rest mm. of the of the Marvel universe because a Stanley Tucci died and b both of them were in the 1945 section mm. so they can't be in the modern stuff. Mm. Now this is all very interesting, but uh, I don't care for it because I don't like movies. And as the host, I'm legally allowed to tell you to shut up and do this thing instead. Oh, no. um, so what? so what we've got here, lads, is everyone should be uh, looking at a little pick of uh, Magic the Gathering cards, specifically Serene Remembrance, sort of a green, very granola, crunchy sort of image. Yeah. Three if, pretty looking ladies with golden strands of something. Like the opening of the Bohemian Rhapsody video clip, but if it was a shampoo ad. Yes, I'm. Yes, big yeah. Garnier vibes. Yeah, there's a hair flick happened before this photo because there's lots of like leaves flowing around mm. the place, and mm-hmm. maybe they're born with it though. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's serene remembrance, or maybe <laughs> it's anxiety, which is also our word for the week. Um, it's the word of my fucking week. I tell <laughs> it's you what, folks, word of sort of the century. Um, so now that we've uh, got that out of the way, we know exactly what we're looking at. We have the word anxiety to work with. Who wants to? Who wants to pitch to me, lads? What are we working with? I'll jump on in. Alrighty. So uh, I, I'm creating an NPC. That's mm-hmm. what I what I have. Uh, it's actually a, a group of NPCs. Um, now these are, I suppose, reminiscent of, of the Fates. That's where I'm kind of drawing influence of. But uh, you have a, a trio of dryads who are one with nature and are all about communing with the world. And when... You go to speak to them. They are all about remembering. Remembering where you came from and what you have done. And they will bestow upon you these serene memories of where you have been. They'll show you in no uncertain terms where you've come from. These are not fortune tellers, but past tellers. Um, And they will elucidate things that have already happened. Remembering my past too gives me anxiety. Interesting. I like it. Who's next? I'll jump in mm-hmm. with this one. So I have item here as my, my card here. And what this uh, is going to describe is um, a bit about a faith that could, you could, that, that could be in your fantasy world. And this item is an idol of this faith. Um, now, this faith is uh, consisted of these uh, three aspects of this one God. 
Um, and these three aspects feed into one another. Um, they all have a relationship with one another and uh, all sort of you know, practitioners of this religious faith um, maybe even worship different aspects, but they all sort of, you know, overwhelmingly uh, uh, agree with the sort of cosmology of it. Um, and, you know, this item could link and sort of bring players in to see that this, you know, this faith might be practiced in this very isolated part of the fantasy world and brings them into a conflict that's currently occurring with the faith. Mm, that's mm. exciting. I'm excited to hear more about that. But uh, before we get there, Dom? So the party arrives in a city and uh, it's a city that's, that's prospered quite a bit in the last uh, last few decades to a century because everyone there... It's just a really organised, well-maintained and efficient city where there's not really that much uh, of... That, that much... I don't know how to describe it. Like, people people do their jobs and they don't cause trouble. And it's not that there's, like, an oppressive police force. People are just focused and they're not causing trouble and it's it all works. And they have a good industry and some great, some great art comes from this city as well. It's just a wonderful, um, wonderful place to live. And... Uh, Reports are coming in, have, have been coming in, that everyone in the city has gone just insane. Uh, so the party arrives to investigate, and it's not quite that they're insane, actually. It appears that some people, just at random, everyone at once is going from being super, super focused and like oh, hyper focused and, uh, and and anxious or and self-conscious and and obsessive to being just. Oh, just rampant, and they giving into all their desires, and and then uh, and then they're kind of retreating into themselves, and everyone's just kind of kind of becoming very like self-centered again, and it's just kind of everyone like is just alternating just between these three like these three kind of three poles, but yeah, like they're just rotating between these different extremes, these different states, yeah, yes. Nice. That's mm, it's very interesting. Got some uh, some exciting things happening oh, yeah. here. But I want to know more. Who can who can get a little bit deeper for me? Yeah, I can jump in with a uh, with a little bit deeper into our uh, our people here. So everyone who's gone to visit these uh, these fates of sorts, uh, they so they get a, a handle on a, a, a decision that they have made that has brought them good things that has. Reminds them of where they are and why they're here. But over the coming weeks, every time that they sleep, they're visited by the fates. And they're reminded of the choice that they made. And how if they'd done things a little bit differently, how how different everything could have been, how much better things could have been. Say you'd made a business decision that uh, brought you great wealth and prosperity and that's what they'd showed you to begin with well what if what if you'd taken that money and you would invested in moving to a new city finding some new beginnings you could have found your true love and started a family what if you'd never met no, never uh, met your partner in crime well you could have ended up pulling off the best solo heist of all they keep showing you what could have been better Everything that could have been. And uh, I'm going to call these uh, the branching fates. Ooh, hate how real it is. It's too close to home. <laughs> Interesting. Right. 
Um, so. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. With this one here of this, uh, this religion, this faith. So the party goes and uh, these people um, are notorious for being... Uh, not really notorious, they're well known for being quite peaceful. In fact, their religion um, seems to be able to govern their lives in a very peaceful way, very pacifist most of the time. And the religious faith um, circles on the idea of these three, uh, these three sisters, these three entities um, working in this sort of way. There is one sister who, uh, she is the, 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 the force of all creation. She makes, she's the, the wild thing that makes everything in the world. All things are made through her. Um, there is the other sister who is um, the you know seamstress, the weaver. Everything that's made is given form and order and rules and 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 and, and construct. Um, it's given uh, you know form to it. And the last sister is the sister of destruction. She takes everything that has form to it. She breaks it down. She turns it into its raw material again. That gives her the sister of creation, who then turns it into brings it into things again. So it's nice, a circular relationship. Nice cycle of life, yeah. Yes. And but there's a, this and this community has been operating for a long time with this religion, um, and it's been working fine. It's a very circular relationship. Uh, you know, everyone has a sort of, you know, quite in touch feeling with their religion and, and this and this faith. But when the people when when the party gets there, things have gone very 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 wrong. Um, there is a particular sect that has broken off from the faith here, one that has taken the importance of one of the sisters above the others, and it's caused complete chaos within the society. Ooh, love mm. me a cult. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting line to consider, especially, I'm sure you're going to explain it soon, but which of the sisters breaks mm. off? Yes, exactly. The three sisters. The yes, repercussions yes. of each of those individually. Yes. Um, and I also like this as sort of a, an idea of like a, uh, like a mother nature sort of thing, yeah. but like in this context, like a recontextualized mother nature figure. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. interesting. What's it called? Ooh. Oh. Um... Wait, let, that's my job. So what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> well, good job, boss. Um, I would say, uh, you know, uh, the Trinity. Mm. Motherfucker. Nice. Oh, <laughs> oh you shouldn't have asked. The, 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 yeah, the, the threeism. Yeah, look. Yeah. <laughs> threesome? So, the threesome. Yeah, that's so added. mine is, yeah, yeah, you're just describing a lot of where mine is going. But anyway, including the Trinity part. But anyway, let's just get into it. Um, so anyway, yes, yeah, so the people are... They're going between these different states of being just like completely rampant and physical and impulsive, being very just like anxious and neurotic, and then just kind of collapsing and not being able to really function. It is going between those three constantly. The city is broken down, it's chaos, and the party has to figure out why. And as they investigate and talk to people in the brief periods where they're not fucking. Or just off there, not yeah. Or just like it's just a sexy sh- episode. Just, mm. just yeah, just in the Thank corner, you. just just shaking back and forth. Uh, they're able to determine that the city has been able to function so well because it is regulated by a single being at this center. Uh, there is a yes, there is at, at its center beneath, in, with inside the town hall. 
there is a psychic being that communicates subconsciously with the people of the city and doesn't affect it doesn't tell them what to do it just balances them and it just moderates them and makes them the best sort of most balanced person they can be and they and for some something has gone wrong with this being and uh yeah the the people the party arrives uh at the place where this this being is held and find that it is a three-headed woman uh it is a being well it's it is a being a well maybe it's three-headed woman maybe it's it's more of just like a three people fused into one sort of monstrosity thing with three heads and one of how many tits Eight. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Yeah, it's part. It's part dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, and uh, you know, get the dragon. One of the heads is dead. Mm. Yep. And we got a name. Yeah, I mean, it's it not is, called the Trinity. It's anymore. definitely not called the Trinity. <laughs> oh, the oh, Jesus Christ! Come back to me now. I mean, like, yeah. Like, like, I'll give it at the end of the third one because this is special. Alrighty, I expect now. something big. I'm it's afraid, a- yeah, it's that's that's a tough one when you've you've had your name just, just swiped from feel, stolen I, out from underneath. I feel because I just pulled it out of my ass. I was like, this. I mean, it is a bit basic, yeah. Really? Like, I it was it was a bit placeholder for me anyway. But like, yeah. oh, now we're roasting, <laughs> yeah, roasting yeah, the right. name, oh, oh, vicious. That's right. Wow, yeah, this is gonna be a bloodbath. I like this. It's gonna be uh, sexy. Now it's now it's roasting. That can be very sexy. Yeah, <laughs> do it right. Don't kink shame. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Sir Tully. What yes, you got for absolutely. Us? So the branching fates, and um, this is potentially where things start. Where things get very interesting. So, say your players have gone to get their fortune told, or maybe, maybe somebody else has, and they're racked by these nightmares of all the ways that things could have been better. All the the decisions, the ways that decision went, that could have been great. And um, the fates are here to offer a choice. They say that they will let you go back and do it again. And you are allowed to do it the best possible way. And all they ask, all they ask is just a small piece of your good fortune in whatever way that that may take it's uh, it's form. God, that's ominous. Yes, just just a little bit. It's just a little bit ominous. Um, I'm kind of in. I'm kind of pulling uh, a little bit of law of surprise vibes yeah. from this, um, where whatever whatever good fortune is waiting for you, uh, that which you di- did not that which you possess but do not know it yet. That's yes, yeah. that that you possess that you do not know it yet. Um, yeah, it's that idea of we will take something from you and we'll. We'll figure that out once you have it. So uh, the the person who was offered this choice, do they remember that they have been offered the choice? Do or are they remember? just placed back in well, this situation? It wouldn't, be a, wouldn't be a curse if they didn't remember. Especially when things turn out well. But maybe this isn't as good. Maybe mm. maybe bits of it were, but is it real even if it's if it's like it doesn't feel as as pure anymore? It doesn't yeah. feel right anymore yeah. because you you didn't do it right. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So, so that's the branching. And so, uh, and if uh, you know, you put a player in this situation and they take that, is there is there any way they can get out of it, or is it they're locked in now? I feel like that is uh, sort of you're playing by genie rules now. Mm. Uh, it's you've got to find a way to 
play within the rules that the fates give you. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can draw this up a little more contractually. Maybe you can draw it out a little bit with uh, with riddles. But um, I feel like this is uh, a, a way to maybe if you've got a couple players away um, or like that are going to be away for a bit, it's a way to change the fate of things for a little bit and um, either have it stay that way or have them have to reverse it somehow. Mm, very nice. The branching fates. Mm. So back to uh, back to this one again. So we talked about that there is this brewing religious conflict in this one. This That, that there's a... Uh, uh, basically a massive conflict of ideas now beforehand this co- this cult operated in a very uh, beneficial way to everyone there was no real that's thought like, there was no that's real exactly thought. how all cults start well, beneficial well, well they were uh, a cult that didn't have a, a, a thought leader everyone worked in uh, mutual um, you know uh, agreements with each other mm-hmm. um, there was no sort of hierarchy among them so they actually did quite well um, but what happened was that because this the, the religion had this idea of uh, things go around and around and around forever. Someone was able to go and sort of break this idea by bringing in these prophecies of doom, that this was not going to be forever, that at one time this is all going to fall apart, this is all going to collapse. And this person was able to, with a sort of playing on the anxieties hey, of yeah. everyone, um, able to, when, when harvest wouldn't be as good, he would say, well... Well, that's the sister of creation showing us that she's not creating as well. Mm. Things are starting to break down. And um, the only way for us to truly be able to, you know, uh, uh, fulfill our purpose in the end of days is to embrace the, is embrace the sister of consumption and destruction. Um, consume it all and end it. Um, and anyone who disagrees with us um, is trying to, uh, pro, you know, uh, keep the, you know, nature, the world alive in pain for longer than it should be so it becomes this entire a, a cult that was in the beginnings maybe um, quite good for people um, quite uh, you know had good goals has now been taken over by people who are uh, a death cult mm. and the players come into this and see what can be undone how can these how can they return back to these ideas or maybe this entire religion was you know always going to you know, yeah. be, be vulnerable to people taking over in some sense. Yeah, I think especially when you set up a cyclical situation like that, the same thing happening over and over and over again isn't going to work forever. So I think like when you set up a situation like that, you get to a point where people start to get tired, where you realise that things need to change. And I think that's a really interesting situation to set up. Mm. Is uh, This has been good for this long, but it's not going to be good for much longer. And the idea of to say would be, you know, the players you know, could go in you know, they'd say, well, look, well, let's go in and kill this guy who's the cult leader. Well, it's not going to work out particularly well for them um, in the long run. And that's probably, if they do decide to do that, you as the DM can make that a particularly fantastic thing because that cult leader has more power dead as being mm. a martyr than they mm. ever did when they were alive. That's God, sexy. I love a martyr. Yeah. It's very nice. And that was the uh, the Trinity. Very nice. Yeah, that was off. the Trinity. Yeah, that was the Trinity. <laughs> yeah. What have we got here? And what is this? Uh, I'll, I'll explain at the end. So the two, it, it's, it's worked out okay, to be honest, are the two surviving ones are in the process of debating how they're going to extricate themselves from their dead sister or whatever because now they've got some dead weight and they want to get out there and explore the world. Uh, and they've actually started bickering and fighting with each other in this process. And one of them 
is like impulsive and very raw and ah, and the other is just kind of yeah very much like just overly analytical and just overthinking things and it's kind of regretful but also excited and doesn't know what to think uh, without their dead sister uh, and you can, the, the party can try to figure out what to do about this and see if there's a way to heal or if there's a way if there's a new way but honestly but but uh, the, the, um, the card I drew is big bad so they're going to fight mm. her um, and it's going to be a weird fighting one enemy that's two enemies at the same time fight and also it's got uh, like uh, emotional control powers I think is a thing like it makes you do willpower willpower will Wisdom saving Save throw, it. wrong system. Wisdom saving throws and stuff, but otherwise you start having different status effects of based around emotions and stuff. I think that's something you could have be happening to the party when they're moving through the city to a lesser degree than the other people in the town and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, they have to fight this, uh, this, this, these two emotion god things. Uh, they, these, the two surviving ones being, uh, being super ego and it and their dead sister being the ego, and this scenario is called Ego Death. Ooh, very Ooh. nice. I like the, uh, I guess, a concept of how, how this would go down in battle is when you've got three sort of egos fighting against each other, there's probably a bit of a balance, but when you get rid of one and there's just the two left, exactly. is there a situation where the party can turn them against each other? That's definitely something you could try to do. Mm, yeah, like that's very fun. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Wow, yeah. three brilliant Hooking ideas here. Is that a word? Is that a word? I three brilliant hook, ideas. Hooking something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three excellent episode. ideas here it that you can uh, that you can take and use in your in your role playing adventures, and we would invite you to do so. But if you do, please oh, remember that Hooked Podcast is produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivatives, four international license, CC by NCND four What this means is that you are free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit do not use the material for commercial purposes and do not remix transfer or build upon the material in any way uh, but otherwise go go buck wild go to town um, fucking nuts. thank you so much for being here today i assume this podcast has social medias please go follow them um <laughs> i'm doing very good at this hosting thing i'm uh, taking this network down one show at a time oh that's and, what we're uh, all doing it's not fun <laughs> if we're all trying to take it down uh, if everyone at the table continues to be good i'll let you all have a snack after this so uh okay. my name is brooke thank you all for being here you can follow me on instagram at brooke.lr and uh, i have a, a show coming up in anywhere theater festival here in brisbane called this car is going to crash but uh, joined with me today were... Dom Guilfoyle. You can buy my t-shirts at tpublic.com slash user slash Dom Guilfoyle. And I probably have other projects, but I'm still not going to plug them because who knows if they'll be ready. And uh, I'm, I've been Tully Grimley. Uh, if you'd like to listen to more of this sexy, sexy voice, um, I believe you know how podcasts work if you're listening to this. Uh, there's another podcast on the network called Dungeon Deep Dive. We do a, re- a deep dive into specific topics of fantasy worlds and uh, figure out how you can use them more interestingly in your games. Check it out every fortnight on a Wednesday. Um, and I'm Jack, and this is the future, so I'm not sure if I have anything to plug. <laughs> Hello, future me. Wow. You've got to go back. It's terrible here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Thank you for listening. Keep it sleazy. Smash the state. (laughs) (laughs) 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.